Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, Armorall, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on Armorall products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at armorall.com. Armorall, less work, more clean. Terms apply. Posted to cryptozoo.net slash superior slash mystery slash forum at 1028 p.m. by conspiracy lawist. These are the times we dream of living in, my friends. I can't say too much. They are watching every word on here. But let's just say that Operation Beehive was a success and we got our little drone home. Only problem, he doesn't recognize me anymore. Why only me? Probably because I'm the only one smart enough to skip the mandatory fluoride treatments at school. Nice try, MIBs. And if that's not bad enough, we've got a new cryptid on the loose called a Tiverman. Pretty cute, except it eats time and makes you old. An agent of the beauty industrial complex? Only time will tell, unless we don't have any left. Keep your eyes on the skies. Bri- uh, anonymous. To end for the for just for posterity, did he type Bry and then? Yeah. Okay, great. Hello to our friends in an alternate future, and welcome to Mystery County Monster Hunters Club, where we use dice to tell a story of holographic heroes and computerized cryptids in the real and actual, real and actual 2006. I'm Alan Linick, your keeper of monsters and mysteries. Let's meet our players. Hi, everybody. I'm Rashawn Nadine Scott, and my character is Shamanda Felt, the initiate. And um, I'm going to be selling blank CDs out of my locker between fourth and sixth period. So if you got a playlist, just pin it to my locker. Hi, I'm Jeff Murdoch, and I play Adam Miller, the mundane. And I trust my friends. They would never lie to me, but these aren't my friends. They're glitches. Hi, I'm Erin Rain. I play Crashly Grenadine, the chosen. And now that Crashly has everything that she wants, um, she has a really great personality. Stop looking at me. Hi, my name is Claire Linick. I play Susan Wexler, the expert. And this year for Halloween, I went as Barb. It was very mean. Hi, I'm Tyler Samples. I play Brian the Flake. And a lot of people say I know what's really going on, but I say I've really got it going on. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. 
to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Where last we left off, um, Adam Miller had just grabbed Brian by the lapels and shaken him thoroughly. Uh, whereupon his hands had gone into his body, there was this momentary glitch where the whole world around us became briefly polygonal and strange. Um, after that, everything snapped back to sudden normalcy, or as sudden as normalcy can seem when you're surrounded by a bunch of screaming kids, a school that has smoke pouring out of it, and three monsters, potentially more running loose hereabouts. Brian, how are you reacting to being lifted, pushed, and summarily dropped by your good friend, Adam Miller? Brian is just, Brian gets up, he's like angry, and he's wiping like a tear away, and he's like, you know, frick on you, Adam, okay? Because we're supposed to be teammates, okay? We're in a club together, and that's supposed to be... <laughs> And then he runs and he uh, goes and hugs Susan. He just like plows into Susan uh, and just like nuzzles under her arm. Okay, okay. great. So uh, I, I think before we get Susan's reaction here, it sounds a lot to me like you are taking an emotional condition here, Brian. That makes sense. Um, so which do you think applies best to your character in this situation? You know, I I think I would go with dejected, but I think I'm more angry at at Adam. Yeah, that so that hurt is manifesting as sort of a rage. Yeah, I'm like, frick you. Yes, strong language. Frick me. Yeah. Frick me. No. You're a bunch of fricks. You're a frick. You're the. Why frick. are you? Why are you calling me a frick? We're a bunch of fricks. No, he's a bunch of fricks. He's like a no. all kinds of fricks put into one. Nobody oh, yeah. say frick. It's it's rude and it's a little embarrassing. You're a frack. <laughs> That's what you are. Hey, you're a frack. No. And then wow. Brian covers his own mouth and he's like, I didn't mean that. Take that back. Whoa. Wow. I, Funk I, all of this, you guys. And uh, <laughs> Shamanda is like overwhelmed. She's like welling up with tears. This is way too much. And the streaks come out and there's like puddles forming at her feet. I feel like the room will fill up if she she's going to continue to cry. Um, Just, yes. Susan's going to shoot her flamethrower into the air oh, <laughs> a few feet away and be like, everybody, calm down. Okay, great. That's my perm. Um, you have to focus. A patch, so I think the ceiling of Queen Latifah's... Oh, I thought we were outside. I'm sorry. No, no. You're, you're definitely oh, inside. And this is even better. I think the ceiling of Queen Latifah's <laughs> is made of those, like, uh, sort of, like, panels with the yeah. little Stick pokey tile. holes in them. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. That every school has. Where you and try I to throw the, the pencil up and catch it in the hole. Exactly right. Um, and in a way, Susan kind of did just that, except instead of catching a pencil into the holes, she caught the ceiling on fire. Um, and for a moment, there's this flame that just like scorches and billows across the ceiling. There's a, a nasty gout of like dark, dark smoke that follows it and leaves behind this stinking plasticky smell and a a huge black scorch mark across the top of the ceiling over her. Ooh, head. you're in still- trouble. <laughs> Is it still on fire? I'm the custodian. Everything's fine. And- None of this would happen if if Adam would just play play along and be a team player. There's no team. You 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 are a, a robot or a, 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 a computer thing. 
Adam, you're not real. Adam, Adam, are you okay? Adam, go what? ahead. Cut me, Adam. No, cut my I'm, arm. Not gonna, I'm not going to cut you and keep her. I want to see. I, I, I feel like I sort of have memories of being in that, you know, the hollow. What do we call it? The hollow deck? The rumogram. Rumogram. <laughs> the rumogram. I'm going to try to grow moth wings right now. Okay, great. Uh, <laughs> I think this is for sure a no limits. You are I, trying to. I don't to... have no limits anymore. That's right. I, I have weird science, but I'm okay. I'm like wondering like if I can mess with the program, see if I'm actually in the program, or if I'm just losing it. I, I think this this actually fits weird science even better, honestly, cool. than uh, a no limits. So go ahead and roll plus weird, and we'll see what happens when your weird science thing happens. It is seven. Okay, so on a seven, you will get to succeed here, but you get to pick one of the weird science requirements from the list on your weird science move, and I get to pick another one. Just for people listening, the options are it needs a rare and or weird material to work. It won't be very reliable. It requires a huge amount of power or fuel. It takes a long time to get working. It won't work exactly as you intended. Or you'll need help beyond the hunters on your team to finish it. Um, I choose. I don't think it works exactly as I intended. And I think the wings pop out of my butt cheeks. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, yes. I miss, and I I think, miss the back. Uh, I think you all see, from your perspective, you just see the back of Adam's jeans just puff up. They just <laughs> like bloat out. There's something. Oh god, kind he of... pooped himself. He pooped his pants. <laughs> no, I didn't. Yes, oh, he did. No, it's not. It's wings. Oh god, Shamanda, look at that. He he crapped himself. I I can't. I can't look at it. I'm gonna have the sweatpants. The little brother sweatpants. Thank you. Here. Wait, that's I. I remember this. Yeah, these are the sweatpants. This is this is very embarrassing, and I just don't think we should be looking at it or laughing at him. <laughs> I, just Susan, I just want you guys to have a little grace for him. I think I push it as hard as I can to try to poke them through the pants. Adam, don't push any more out. I'm yeah. afraid what's going to Susan, I guess you're I not the only one with scorch take marks. Take your in pants here. off. <laughs> Stop. Those please. are skid marks, young man. Please. <laughs> you're the one who said it. You're the one who said it, Adam. You, you frick. Um, I take out my pocket knife and I'm gonna like grab uh Adam like wedgie style and just like oh. cut into his butt. I really Jeez. don't okay, want to see that. The Jumanji solution? Yes. <laughs> okay, <laughs> keeping great. on with my theme of Jumanji Perfect. moves. Uh, so yeah, Shamanda, you grab the back, you kind of like grab by the belt loop, uh Adam by the back of the pants, and you slice with your pocket knife and the the pants, like it, it's like slicing into anything that's being pulled taut, where it just the knife just slides through nice and easy. And you open up the back of Adam's pants along the seam. Inside, you can see, uh, probably, I'm assuming, I'm assuming tidy whities. I mean, that's your preference. Well, I, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm asking, I guess. Adam. Yeah, I don't, my mom, that's what my mom gets. For sure. Okay. So I think in that case, how that's going to work is they've, Ba- the wings have forced your tidy whities into a tremendous wedgie, and oh. the wings are coming out from the like leg holes in the back <laughs> of uh, <laughs> each side of your underwear. Yeah. And these awful, like scaly, brightly colored moth wings just unfurl as if 
fresh from the cocoon that the moth has emerged from. So they're like wet, they're uh, flimsy, they're rolled up. And the secondary characteristic that I'm going to give you from your weird science role, Jeff, is that it's going to take a long time for these wings to get working. They're going to need to dry. So I just got wings on my butt now. (laughs) Yeah, you just have you just have ass wings and (laughs) (laughs) non-functional. Mm-hmm. Non-functional right. ass wings. Ass wings. I cut the rest of his jeans to make like a nice pair of shorts. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, it's a it's sure. a very stylish look. Yeah. So now you have sort of like a an assless Daisy Dukes thing going on. <laughs> Thanks, Shamanda. Adam, what did they do to you at the experimental physics wing? Yeah. I what don't... happened, Adam? D- did your latent Mothman powers come back? How did they bring it from another timeline? I'm telling you, this isn't real. This is the rumogram, okay? It's not real. None of the, and I start hitting the wall to see if my hands will go through it. None of this is real. If it was the rumogram, I think we would know it because we would be holograms. And what's we're not. a rumogram? It's okay. So what the rumogram is? No, I'm not going to explain what the rumogram is Adam, to the rumogram. You can't Adam, say hey. we're in a room. The rumogram, and as though we all understand what it is. Okay, it's like a room that makes. Uh, grams happen basically. I'm like, gonna grams, pull like Adam aside, matters? like like a foot or two, and be like, Adam, if none of this was real, then I wouldn't be real. And I if know. none of this was real, I'd be lying to you, and I would never do that. Well, Jim, well, Susan wouldn't lie to me, but I don't think you're Susan. Oh, I'm. No, I I just went as Barb for Halloween for one day. It was supposed to be funny, pretty spooky. Right, I'm really Susan. Scary. Yeah, I, I know you're Susan, but I don't and think I, you are Susan. And, and I, if 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 this isn't real, then I didn't grow boobs. And I, like, if that's true, I don't want to live, and I do want to live. Well, so I this don't, has to be real. I don't think you're are living. I think you're a program stuck in a chip in my head. And if this isn't real. Does that mean I can still go on my date and send my dick pics? Who are you? Oh, Leonard McShafter. <laughs> See, I, oh. d- is he part of our group? I've never met Leonard no. McShafter. No. Ew, no, crazy. he's a bully. Then why is he uh, in this? Oh, that's right. I forgot he aged. He's at school. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I w- I, uh, Keeper, can I use, uh, I want to use one of my connect the dots holds. <laughs> Okay, great. I don't, I don't think I've used mm. any yet. You have three, I believe. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I want to see um, how does this connect to the bigger picture? How does this mm. mystery related to Adam connect to the bigger picture? Gotcha. Uh, so I think you you get a sense, Brian, you've been paying close attention to everything that's been happening. You've been trying, you've been kind of force forcibly fitting the puzzle pieces together on your yarn board. I'm, I'm mixing so many metaphors, but <laughs> I think they work anyway. Uh, Brian, you're able to tell that what's going on right here, right now is a function of someone who's attempting to do a number on Adam to the detriment of the entire group. Hmm. Adam, in this case, being treated as a weak link or an access point to taking down or hurting the entirety of the Mystery County Monster Hunters Club. Okay, hmm. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, run forward and be like, Adam, I believe you. Okay, you do. Yeah, something somebody's doing something to you. I don't know hey. what it is. Either maybe you're right. Maybe this is all a hologram. Okay, it's a, 
It's an established theory with a lot of science behind it. Uh, it pretty out there, but I understand. But or Thank maybe you. somebody's making you believe that you're in a hologram. Either way, somebody's targeting you, Adam. So you believe me. Uh, so you will help me, Brian, right? Absolutely, Adam. Absolutely. I Okay. I'm sorry I called you a frick. You're not a frick or a frack. I'm Thank sorry. You. I, everybody, I just want to say, I'm sorry I said frock. I'm sorry I said it again. It's okay, all right. All it's not the word. adults here. It's how you use It's honestly word. kind of embarrassing that you freaking shit stains are afraid to use real curse words. Leonard, get out you of here. What? Fuck you, yeah, Leonard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to gently push I trip him out Leonard. of the door. But I've been <laughs> slowly walking away this whole time. I just can't move that fast. We can't hear you I from behind the door. I throw frisbee at Leonard and hope it knocks <laughs> him over. Yeah, and it just bonks off the back of his head and he <laughs> falls through a doorway. Ah, out of sight. Ah, you burnt. Brian's going to go uh, focus on Adam and be like, Adam, Okay, there's kids here, and there's something going on here, but uh, it's your call, okay? Do we figure out what's going on with you, or do we stop these Tivermans? Honestly, selfishly, <laughs> we, we figure out what's going with me. Okay. Okay. I don't think, and honestly, and this is just coming from me, Adam Miller, your friend, I think, I don't think that these Tibbermen are real. What? Don't tell Crashly. But, uh, but we saw right we saw here. them. <laughs> okay, and but she, I just yeah, Crashly's. I think they're a computer program. Okay, that's all I'm saying. Crashly, you're gonna turn back into a, a twelve. Don't tell her now. Don't tell her now. No, no, no. We need no, that confidence. I don't believe the, that. No, okay. yeah, see, the, no, that, okay. that's not true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna Crashly. Let's go look at all these push-up bras that just magically appeared over here. <laughs> okay. Now, doesn't that seem yeah. weird to anyone? No, uh, that's, the, that's the gym locker. Yeah, that's just... Um, but Shamanda just are, said they magically appeared. That was figurative language, right, Shamanda? Yeah, and Adam, I've been under a lot of stress. Don't you remember that powerful speech I gave you less yeah. than five minutes ago? No, I remember <laughs> that. That was awesome. And also, you have a 32-pack, and you know you got to have a lot of energy to maintain that. Shamanda, yeah. uh, I would like for you to roll a D8 for me, please. <laughs> Glitch time. Seven. Okay, great. Yeah, the, the pile of push-up bras is there. From your perspective, it, it's always been there, but also has magically appeared. There's all kinds of different shapes mm. and colors and sizes to choose from. They're in a pile, truly a, a mountainous little pile that comes up to like about the bottom of your rib cage, standing up. And as you approach it and gesture towards it, you hear a noise from inside and there's some rustling movement and a little gray Tiberman pops out from the back of it with a push-up bra kind of stuck, wrapped around part of its body, and it takes off running down the hallway. I want to try to grab it. I want to try to grab it. Okay, great. Uh, yeah. You're going to dive for it. You're just trying to take a hold of it, stop it from escaping? Yeah. Stop that B-cup! And specifically, yeah, <laughs> I want to try to... Yeah, I, I just want to stop it. Okay, wait, yeah. So, for the record, you're trying to grab this for the Tiberman or for the push-up bra? That bra is too small for me, so I'm trying to grab the Tiberman. Okay, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, why don't you roll a kick some ass for me? We'll see okay. what happens. Let's see what Ashley's happens. Ashley's going to have back problems if she gets this oh. ambitious. I know. I got a six. Okay, so on a six, I'll you... help. Okay. Thanks. Roll to help Adam Miller. Or Crashly. 
Oh, oh, I got you. Roll, roll to yeah. help, comma, Adam, Miller. Adam Miller. Gotcha, okay. <laughs> it's a seven. Do I add anything to it or no? Uh, Kick for ass? help? It's a cool. Yeah. Then it's still a seven because I'm not cool. <laughs> nice. It's not uncool. So <laughs> on a seven, you get to let Crashly re-roll their low die, but you will expose yourself to trouble or danger. I so how are you attempting to help here? Um, I am going to, uh, uh, now that I feel like I can trust these computers a little bit, I'm going to, uh, you know, I, I'm thinking in this world, I guess, like, I can just make stuff happen. I have wings on my butt. So I'm going to just, like, uh, like dive in front of the Tiberman like I'm taking, like, a bullet. <laughs> Great. <laughs> Uh, and what's the new role, Crashly? It's an eight. All right. So, um, Adam, you dive in front of the Tiverman's route of escape, physically body blocking it from going. And there's a moment where it goes ah! and starts to scream a little bit. It locks its giant primate-like yellow eyes in yours. And as it screams, its mouth opens and you glimpse the swirling vortex within and even though it only lasts for a moment your eyes feel transfixed on the inside of this creature and the world seems to slow around you you're the only one who perceives the time change this way Uh, and by the time crashly grabs the tiverman and picks it up pulls it it breaks your um line of sight on it you feel as though You've been lying there on the ground, transfixed for a whole year, and in oh. fact, you age one year before everyone's well. eyes. What do I look like? Do I look cool? <laughs> yeah, you have a long peach fuzz mustache hey, and that... new zits. New zits. Oh, new zits. New zits. New zits and what zits? But let me ask you: How how's my uh, butt wings doing? Oh, yeah. oh. they're. You know what? They they're not only dry, they're dried out and brittle and they crumble oh, to dust no. and fall. Because <laughs> that's that is the the danger part or the trouble that you got exposed to. Brittle butt so. wings. Yeah, what's a um, lifespan? I just got two holes in my underwear. <laughs> yeah, now you're just wearing assless <laughs> off Stacey Dukes for no reason. Okay. Um Kids, it does Wait, seem like there's and, some and real... And are the assless Daisy Dukes uh, Crashly's brother's emergency pants? Yeah, I, I'm not <laughs> clear on that. <laughs> I can actually, can I switch into those now? Because did I change earlier? I don't really think I, I did. I tried I'm, to get you to change, and I don't think you did. Oh, I was okay, too. Okay. It was too intense. I'll take those now, Crashly. Yeah, I'm going <laughs> to hand them over without looking. That's all sorry, right. Sorry, Susan, yeah. what were you saying? No, it's no problem. I, I just think now would be a good time for us to play... Um, what do we know for sure here? Because mm. we don't know a lot for sure. But what we know for sure is it does seem this world can harm us. Um, and it does seem that we know we can call things forth that we need. Do we? Oh, because right, Shamanda well, did too. Yeah. Yeah. I'll ask this of Adam. What's the last place you remember being when you were with Dr. Inajar? The college, mm. the university. We All can right. go there. We should go Take back us there. to the college. Oh, I got us, and I think really hard, and I want to make uh, a car appear. <laughs> okay, great. Roll. I love it. Let's roll another weird science check, but also roll a d8 along with it. Yeah, I also forgot that we're inside, so we'll have to. 
<laughs> it's a seven, and a D eight is a three. Okay, great. So on a seven, you pick a requirement, and I pick a second one. Okay. Um, uh, it, it's not very reliable. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. So it's it's not very reliable, but um, you think really hard, and above your heads, you hear a, a soft whistling. And after a moment, a huge crunch, a crash, a lot of subsequent crashing, glass breaking, metal bending, and then through the same ceiling tiles that Susan has already scorched, uh, a 2005 H2 Hummer just falls through the ceiling and lands on the ground. The windows are all busted up. The paint is scratched. Uh, it, it literally looks like it has just been dropped through the top of a building because wow. it has. But and through the hole in the ceiling, you can see the remains of pipes and all kinds of random broken I- infrastructural components of the school. And through that, the sky overhead. Wow. Ooh, now I'm never getting in trouble for those trouble. burnt tiles. <laughs> all right, everyone. Get in. I'll drive. <laughs> Whoa. You have a it's license? Shotgun. I want to grab onto the back of it and ride like... Okay. Like I'm Brian gets in and puts his seatbelt on, and he's like, "I, I really don't think you guys, like, <laughs> we don't know that this is a hollow. Like, we know that that we know something's going on, but also, like, let's not get crazy about you know abandoning our morals or our own Whatever, sense of self preservation." And then I plug in my iPod into the box. Fair use. Uh, and you, Brian, uh, you get in, you put on your seatbelt, uh, crashly quick checkpoint here. Mm-hmm. You're still holding on to the Tiverman that you yeah, grabbed. I, oh, yeah. it, I do want to use the cup of the bra because it's a small little animal, right? It is tiny. It's like the size of a, of a large house cat. Oh, well, the B cup's not going to be big enough. So I'm going to grab a D or an E cup bra to put over the animal's head. Okay, like great. Yeah. So you give it a, a bra muzzle, so yes. to speak. Yeah. Um, it honestly seems totally fine with this. You hear it like lick its lips a little bit after feeding on uh, mm. some of Adam's oh. youthful energy. Okay. Its tail, you can feel kind of grow a, a, about a half an inch. Mm. But other than that, it cuddles up into you for the ride and just purrs a little bit in your arms. Cute. Uh, Adam, you gun the engine and floor it. and this Hummer, though, as we established, is a bit unreliable. Very much so. And to it that did just end, fall through a building. <laughs> it did just fall through a building. Um, so it is going to immediately peel out. There's a moment where the tires spin. There's a, this squealing. It looks awesome. But from within, you suddenly realize that this thing only goes in one direction. And that is reverse. (laughs) And the Hummer just (laughs) immediately takes off, goes zero to 40 in like three seconds flat. Uh, Oh, no. Leonard. Back back through the. Oh, I'm holding on. Yeah. You back through the classroom, uh, through the wall of that classroom, this like big bay window situation, smash through the glass. On your way out, Shamanda. Yeah, it's not good for you, Crashly. but, I'm Shaman, so on your sorry. way out, Shit. you can see that where Leonard McChafter has fallen is just what looks like a, an aged, mummified husk of a person wearing his clothes. It, it looks like he's mm-hmm. been laying there for 200 years. 
and you peel out backwards into the parking lot and swerve. Adam, you're struggling to sort of maintain control of the vehicle as you go. Yeah. But you're on the road and driving in reverse. Mm. What are you doing, Susan Wexler, at this point? Um, I got a baby bottle pop out of the glove compartment. And um, I think also I'm going to like, as I open the glove compartment, suggest to Ashley that we could put the Timberman in there. To who? What did I say? Ashley. (laughs) That is so So weird. Sometimes Susan does that and it's okay. It happens. That is so weird. Mm -hmm. You're not yourself. You're a program. Yeah. I'm so sorry for that. Wait, Shamanda, do you believe that you are a program? Yeah, I do. It makes sense. I've done some fan. I mean, I'm fantastic, but I've done some really fantastical things today. And yeah, I just like how wild we're being. We're just being crazy. We're on. It's like like we got a star in Mario and we said, you know, fuck all responsibility. Yeah. Hmm. Program Shamanda, you would love real Shamanda. She sounds cool. Okay. As you Hmm. peel out backwards and deal with baby bottle pops i assume you're sharing that's very I don't, why would i assume that that's so <laughs> stupid uh you I'm continue so to drive backwards back towards the college yes uh, on your way you swerve onto the road between other cars you see for a split second adam as you pass them it almost looks like the cars are empty inside and then after like a second or two of like loading or rendering some kind of a stop start they quickly fill in with a person uh and almost all of them are identical and they are just kind of shake their arms out the window at you and mouth stuff as you go by but as you approach the school you all hear the sound of sirens and creeping up on you from i guess the front through the windshield you can see driving after you is a Haverford Cramo vehicle with its lights on there there it's not quite a cop car because police don't exist here but it's more of a service vehicle and you can see that it's got its warning lights flashing and it's kind of chasing you down towards the college well this is good she's gonna try to I'm gonna try to wave them down because we need help also remember they can't arrest us right but yeah, we because need they help can't catch from us. them. No. Yeah, because they're programs as well as us. <laughs> so we need to deflect them. So I think Shamanda will reach into her jean jacket and pull out, I guess, a bunch of spikes or like oil Ooh, to switch the car. Okay, great. Yeah, the, that's what they're called. I, I, I've never known. That's amazing. Uh, so in that case, Shamanda, I think this is going to be a cool role. Let's, let's have mm-hmm. you do... Let's have you roll for sect resources, actually, to see if you have this prepared oh, and ready to go. I had three uh, holds from last time. I, Great. Yeah, I have so, two yeah, holds yeah. left over. Perfect. So you just do it. You you reach oh, cool. into your jacket. You pull out. I think, yeah, you have like a bag of caltrops or some kind of ra- like roadway spikes. You toss them out the window. Um, there's uh, one of the Cramo officers leans out of the passenger side window of the this sort of jeep that's approaching you and gets on the bullhorn and is like, do you need assist? <laughs> and the tires immediately pop uh, on the vehicle as it's coming towards you. And it swerves once to the left, swerves once to the right. And then like a fast and furious movie flips end over end and just rolls. You see the person with the bullhorn 
get ejected from the window on the way mid-roll and fly into the air. And it, the physics seem way off because they just keep going up. There, there, there's no return. They just wee straight up into the sky and vanishing into a point of light. Um, mm-hmm. And the car rolls end to end over and over and over again and comes to a stop. Adam, you notice for a brief moment that despite all of this wheeling and turning, the car doesn't seem to sustain any physical damage. And then once it comes to a halt after about a second of nothing, uh, all of a sudden it looks badly damaged and explodes. Okay. So oh. nothing, nothing, nothing rolls to a stop and then nothing, nothing all blows right. up. The program is having a hard time keeping up with us. This is good. I don't think that we're the programs, Amanda. I think that we're in a program. I think that like we're all trapped in a program. Because I think this is a program. I see it. But like we're not holograms. Like I'm Crashly. Maybe you were captured yeah. and put in here with me. Maybe. Um, yes. I'm going to take a knife from don't my boot and cut my like hand. <gasps> okay. Interesting. I pass out. <laughs> oh no okay uh, you're driving passes no. out oh, the car immediately the hummer just starts uh can brian brian's around. gonna try oh, to reach over uh you know reach from the back seat to try to grab the the wheel okay great uh, uh i'm gonna call so we're gonna have a couple rolls here so susan well, uh, i guess I'm really gonna brian's have... gonna try to undo his seat belt <laughs> to then be able to reach for <laughs> right so brian of course i'm gonna have you roll a act under pressure okay. and then susan i'm gonna have you actually roll to investigate a mystery here. yeah oh mm-hmm. awesome so i think you're just you're testing the limits of mm-hmm. this reality i'm trying to figure out if i'm part of the program or if i'm in a program basically gotcha um, I rolled a seven, but I am okay. still pretty angry at the situation. Everybody acting crazy for no reason. Nobody's listening to, to rational thought. I have a negative two as a result to my cool. So I rolled a five. Okay, great. And Susan, your roll? I rolled an eight. An eight. Nice. Great. So you get to... Basically, ask a question here to see the bigger picture, and I'll let you kind of phrase it within the context of the slice of your hand. What? So, what are you hoping to discover by doing this move, or, so or what? What information are you hoping to like glean from this? Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out if the same thing. I don't know how to word it, but like, I want to know if I am a part of a program or if I'm in a program. So, I guess I want to figure out if I'm programmed. Got it. And because you rolled an eight, uh. I I think you slice your hand and it hurts, but there's no blood. Mm. Okay. And it's, it's confusing to you. You can kind of see the inside of your hand for a brief moment. Um, but you don't have much more time than that to really consider what the implications of that are because Adam has passed out. And before anyone else can react, Brian, whose adrenaline is still riding high from being kind of, fricked off a little Mm. bit lunges forward and grabs the wheel with way too much force hard over correcting yanks the wheel and the hummer spins out there's a screech uh, as the tires burn rubber on the asphalt and you're hitting the sort of the the entrance to the campus has a sort of roundabout at the end that leads to the like welcome hall of this campus area and you spin completely out 
and hit the curb mid spin. Oh. And the car flips over onto its side and the Hummer slides with a horrible metallic screech. The glass is completely broken at this point. It's just loud. You're all being thrown around the inside of this thing. And I think actually as a result of this, all of you are going to take one harm as the Hummer goes crashing to a stop into the front doors, this like big glass front of the campus. Can I, because I was holding on to the outside. Can I roll to see if I could like do a cool flip to like avoid the crash? Yeah, let's let's okay. let's see how that goes. Okay. <laughs> so uh, I think I think we're going to we're going to call that an act under pressure as well. I got a six. Okay, great. So on a miss, things go to hell. Oh. And in this case, Crashly, I think uh, you go like you you try to duck off and roll away, mm-hmm. and instead the car flips and rolls over top of you can i try to do a can i try to do a a help uh sure to help crashly on this um i'm gonna maybe that but it might be okay crashly because you're (laughs) oh uh let's see what is help out is that cool sure is wow okay i rolled a five Uh okay Uh, I, i add a one that's a six i subtract two that's a four Thanks okay, great. For trying. So well, you inside the car. <laughs> you try, right. Brian. Yeah, you try to, I guess, kind of grab at Crashly mm-hmm. as the car goes by and, and yank her back into the vehicle. Uh, and instead, you, you grab just the nearest thing to steady yourself and give you some leverage. And unfortunately for you, that nearest thing is the glove box. And a very confused, very upset, jostled, angry. Tiverman comes spilling out of the glove box as you kind of accidentally wrench it open and crashly as the car rolls over you you the car the, the hummer comes to a stop about 10 feet away from you and you're like what's this what's going on you, you, your immediate thought is almost i i should be dead like yeah uh, there's no way and you find that instead your body has partially fallen into the ground there's no oh. other way to describe it. You're you're basically from the top left half of your torso is sticking out of the concrete and it's almost like you've sunk into it and become stuck in the floor, the flagstone outside mm. of the campus hall. Gross. Brian on the other hand, you get a glimpse into the maw of the Tiverman and it it lasts a lot longer than the brief moment that Adam had with it earlier in the school before you peeled out of here. And before everyone else's eyes, Brian, you age up to a full-grown adult man. And that man, Adam, you come kind of come to in the aftermath of this rolling Hummer, that man that Brian has aged into is Dr. Brian Einajar. Whoa! What? Uh, uh, what? What? What happened to me, D- Brian? Doctor Enichar. Doctor, I'm I'm Brian. No, no, you're not. You're Something Dr. put Enichar. me in. This is who put us here. This is Doctor Enichar. No, I, he, I'm your fr- I'm your best friend. He created Brian. Genesis. 
I grab him up by the cuffs. Just I need to say that. Yeah, you're you're upside down in a car, so you're holding him also kind of upside down by the lapel. Can you actually hear this? Or am I close enough to like get? Yeah, you can. You can hear it. I think all of you. There's that sort of classic post movie explosion tinnitus effect where there's this soft like almost under anything a buzzing a muffled just from the hullabaloo of the wreck but yeah you can hear the words that people are saying um and i'm just gonna say real quick i'm gonna look over at crashly in the hall and be like crashly why don't you join us here in the car so crashly does get up and and since i know i'm a hologram now like i i got smushed into the ground so just as crashly's walking i'm getting taller sorry short correction um, yeah. Crashly, you do, you can move, you do, but you stay on the Z axis that you are currently at. So you are walking partially <laughs> so walking clipped through. into the floor. Right. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, the top half of me that's visible is looking like, uh, like a 12 year old's, no, a 14 year old's drawing of Giselle Bunchen. Because <laughs> I'm yep. just creating that for myself okay. as I walk. Yeah, that is what's happening. Like a Victoria's Secret fashion show esque. <sighs> yeah, but I'm no I'm no great sculptor, so I look how I look, you know. Mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> God damn it, Shamanda, get your hands off me! No, if my man says that you're a guy who frustrates him, you're gonna get cuffed up, and then my arms just get even buffer. Whoa. You just called him your man, Shamanda. That's so fun. Yeah, that was pretty, that was pretty titillating. Shamanda, you, were... you have somebody that you care about. Clearly, Wait. Adam is making you feel like you love him again. I haven't um, done anything. I've just been trying to get to the university. Shamanda can make her own decisions, Doc. Yeah, Doc. Listen, I'm tired of this, Adam. Okay, look, I just... I just found out, I didn't know this was going to happen to me, okay? I didn't do anything to you, all right? If this is a program, I'm part of a program. And Wait, you're going to help us shut you... this down. Yeah, you know how to do it, because you're Dr. Einajar. No, I'm not, Adam. I'm not going to. Feed him because, to the trouble. No, none He'll of know. you should either. If we're in a program, and he's real, and we're not, then if he shuts it down, we die. Do you want to die, Crashly? Do you want to not- be dead? I don't want to be dead, but if I'm just a program, that's not part of my belief system. And I won't have you putting fancy ideas in my head about, about, uh, can about I, can I try to, can I try to manipulate, to so, can I try to mani- do manipulate someone on Crashly Ooh, for this? Absolutely. You can. I'm just, Ew. I'm going to use, cause I get to use sharp instead of charm. I'm going to try to make a compelling argument here to Crashly. Okay. That, uh, and I got a ten. Okay. Um, and I, so I'm just saying, crashly think about it. Okay, you already said that you don't think of yourself as being a hologram because you are a person. You have feelings, and so do I. All right, I understand that we're in some sort of simulation. I understand that, but if we help him turn it off, we die. I do not want to die. I want to live. I want to be here. I care about you. I care about all of you. I care about Adam. But Brian, we, we can't. If he's alive and he's real and we're just a program, 
Wait, you got a 10, so you convinced me, right? So on a, on a 10, so because you're not an NPC, so uh, yeah. you can make whatever decisions you want. But on a 10, he is very convincing. And if you do what Brian asks of you in this moment, you get to mark one experience and get a plus one forward on your subsequent rolls. But Come this on, is an older Crashly with an yes. older body and an older brain. So Brian, look, I don't want to die, okay? But I'm a simulation and so are you. And Adam, who's our friend, is real. And if we don't help him turn it off, then he's going to be stuck in here forever. And what kind of life is that? Crashly, what's the difference? How am I less real than he is? That's not really what this is about. Crashly, it's here's like, just, am I not? We can't I, enslave this guy to our fake world. I'm not. I, who said anything about enslaving? I'm just because saying. Because we are little bips and boops and don't want to die. You're saying you're saying you want to you want to stop this program. I what don't happens want to, to us? But that's the choice. Who says we, who says that's the choice? Him. But here's the thing. Maybe we don't have to stop it. Maybe you can still live in here. Can Brian. we just help him get out? And just then we can get do out. Whatever. And maybe I'll put you on a, a CD and I'll bring you home. That'd sure. be great. Yeah. It, but you it, already know that there's an Ironager out there. Why would there be two? This guy could try to take over your freaking body on the outside, tr trying to true. live forever. That's true. Yeah. But also, Life there's. Life is finite. Things have to end. There, yeah. Just like programs. Shamanda, Shamanda you are so dark in here. <laughs> Susan. I think I'm more alive than I've ever been, but I know that I'm not real. Right. That's beautiful. But don't you want to, even if you're not real, you're still having feelings. It. Uh, I think that this is Dr. Einajar uh, talking to us from in a booth or something, and he's trying to convince us not to turn this off because he wants Adam to stay here. And I don't think our feelings are real. I think we're just being programmed because we're a program. And Dr. Einajar yeah. is sitting behind some two-way mirror or something. I yeah, I find like a control-alt-delete on him or something. <laughs> you want to yeah. inspect uh, Dr. Einajar yeah. for some mm. kind of... Yeah, for some ports. You can do that. Let, let's uh, let's read. I think this is a read a bad situation. So we're going to mm. roll a read, read a bad situation. While you're making that roll, I'll say also that in this moment, um, from above you, you see kind of a speck, like way off in the distance in the, in the sky, and then quickly land, like crash landing back into the ground and bouncing and rolling and ragdolling is the Cramo officer who was ejected from the car a little bit ago. And they hit the ground and they kind of flumble around and their limbs are going wild and then they slowly stand up and they seem totally fine. They go, do you need any assistance? Yes, we do. Yeah, we do. Can you help us get into the college? And Shamanda, what was your role? It was an eight. Okay, great. So on a successful read a bad situation, you can ask one of the questions below. Um, so it's, what's your best way in? What's your best way out? Are there any dangers you haven't noticed? What's the biggest threat? What's the best way to protect someone? Or what's most vulnerable to you? It sounds like you're looking for a vulnerability on Dr. Inajar. Is that? Yes. But I'll, I'll give you an opportunity to ask any of those questions. Um, no, the vulnerability. Okay, great. Uh, so, Brian, I'll turn this to you and say, what is it? Because Shamanda is definitely going to spot some kind of way to get to you to disarm you to something she's she's going to find some kind of vulnerability in your 
person or your character? What is um, that vulnerability? Um, let me see. Uh, okay. I'll, yeah. Brian has made no effort to hurt anybody or uh, get away from Shamanda's fist. So like the most vulnerable is, is like physical. Brian's right. In, uh, Brian, this adult man is, is right there in her hands. She can do whatever she wants to him. Sketchy. Calm your eyebrows, Alan. I'm not going to do anything like that. Um, I, I'm going to do a standard TSA uh, check on you, buddy. Take oh, your okay. shoes off. Pat me down. <laughs> pat, pat down. Back of the hands in, on the inside of the waistband. The whole deal. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, I guess. Is that the the what you mean, Alan? In terms of asking me what, how I'm most vulnerable to her? It, it can mean whatever you want. You know, Sh- Shamanda's looking for a, a way to stop you, slow you down, maybe hurt you if necessary. I mean, and if I, this is the way, then I mean, this is the well, way. Well, I guess, so then I guess to do that, I'm not doing anything except for trying to convince them. So I guess the easiest way to do it would would keep me from being able to talk, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I'm mm. not presenting much of a threat, so. <laughs> uh, okay, so Shamanda, uh, you're going to pat down Dr. Inajar here. And yeah, you give him the full TSA, you, the, I make him take out his laptop, all of that stuff. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Shoes in a separate bin, the whole deal. Mm -hmm. All while still remaining seat belted and upside down (laughs) in this crashed Hummer. You pat him down. Brian, is there anything on you that I have a flashlight, a flare gun and some weighted gloves. The gloves no longer fit. (laughs) I'm going to turn to Brian and be like, hey, bud, mm-hmm. in the real world, I think you grew up to be a bad man. He did. I know. I know. Not you. You're still you're still Brian to me. But I think this is maybe a way that we could help. Help someone that he's not being very kind to. And I think he's trying to hurt Adam right now. And I would never let him hurt you. And I would never let him hurt Adam. And I wouldn't let him hurt any of these kids. And then I'm going to whisper, not even see EJ. (laughs) Sorry, that's just a little joke. (laughs) Yeah. uh, Brian's like, okay. 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 All right. I release him. Thank you, Brian. I don't think that you're bad here, but. I got to get out. He's planning something and I didn't listen to it. And it's probably bad. And I released a a fire squid. I'm not a good friend. Uh, So I got to try hard now. And thank you for being a friend. Wow. Thank you for being a friend. Yeah. And Brian's just like, all right. Yeah. Let's, let's go shut it all down. Thanks, bud. Thanks, Brian. Adam. You unclip your seatbelt and collapse to the roof of the upside-down Hummer. You all crawl through the broken glass and the twisted metal to twist metal pavement two. and stand upright. Twist metal two, uh, except for Crashly, who is in the ground, <laughs> and with Brian no longer standing in your way or trying to stop you, Adam, the five of you open the doors to the campus and step inside and just the act of doing that with no one holding you back or trying to stop you or trying to further create any additional space in this reality adam you 
jerk awake. <gasps> and I look around me. Are they with me? No. Oh, no. And as a matter of oh. fact, you are 100% alone. There is no one oh. there. You're sitting on the floor. What do you do in this moment? I reach in my pockets and I'm see if there's anything on me from the roomogram. There's nothing. I look around the room. Is there a is there a computer or anything? You can see through the like the the window, the big bay window. There's all sorts of there's computer lights all there blinking. But with your weird science, you can see they're in like a standby state, just waiting. What are you feeling in this moment? What do you say? Honestly, a little sad. I say, bye, my friends. Goodbye, program Susan. Goodbye, program Crashly. Goodbye, program Shamanda. Goodbye, program Brian. And I know I called you a frick, but you weren't. I was being a frick. I've always been a frick. But now I'm going to be something different. I'm going to be a friend. <laughs> and that's when you see through the window into the other room, you see there is a monitor that is blinking kind of with a red light above it, like a computer monitor. You see just symbols and lines of, of code, very classic matrix style just running there. But you with your weird science, you can start to decipher it and you see it's the last moments of code from the roomogram. You see the moment of Adam walking into the experimental physics wing written into code. And then you realize there is like dump text underneath that, which is usually where like programmers put their like spare code that they aren't going to use and all of that stuff. But you realize each program friend of yours has left a message there in that dump text there. Hologram Susan, what was the last thing that she was able to get out before the program closed? Um, I'm just going to say, I'm so proud of you always. And then it has me turning to Brian and just saying, you're such a good kid. Uh, Shamanda, what about you? Don't be afraid to be the leader. You wear it well, just like jean shorts. <laughs> Crashly. Holy crap. We actually made the right choice. Brian. And then Brian's text, it just says, you killed us all, and that will always be on your conscience. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. And then, and then it, there's a dot, 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 you fruck, and then <laughs> period. Ryan's the most bitter computer ever. <laughs> Leonard's, yeah. Leonard's dead, Jeff. Leonard's yeah, dead. Right. Leonard's it's, dead. Just, it's just a bunch of text. It's like uh, ASCII <laughs> art of a of a dick. <laughs> yeah. That's, That's what he would do. That's what he would do. And then you look over to the other monitor and there's a lot of action happening there. And you can see on the monitor probably the reason why you're the only one here, which is it's sort of an aerial like drone shot following a horde of chip heads running towards town and Dr. Einajar is riding in like an open sort of all-terrain vehicle riding behind as this army of chip heads charges at the Chamber of Commerce building downtown. Oh no, my other boss. And that's where we'll end our session for today. Oh, shit. oh Manza. Oh no.
Thanks so much for listening, Monster Hunters. If you enjoyed this, tell your friends, review us anywhere you can, or even better, join our Patreon for extra content like a full video capture of this very episode with a few extra parts. Until next time, watch out for fellow holograms who have no preservation instinct. convince brian to kill himself off the only good version of brian i didn't convince him to do shit i did (laughs) yeah you guys are fucking monsters (laughs) they could still be awake yeah we don't know